Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we go back on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 235 at Edmonton. We're pleased to be joined on the line uh, by Bakersfield Condors head coach, Colin Chalk. Hi, Colin. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. How about yourself? Good. Uh, you're into exit interviews today, so sort of a, a, a tougher day, maybe just a discussion. It was a best-of-three play-on series uh, against uh, Abbotsford, uh, all in Abbotsford. Uh, how would you assess your team's performances in the two games, Call? Well, I, you know, I, anytime you're 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 playing a best of, you know, two or three after, after one game, you're someone's facing elimination, right? So, you know, we, we scored the first goal there in game one. It was called back. And then, you know, uh, I feel like that influenced momentum. We weren't able to get the first one, you know, shut out in, uh, in, in game one. Hard-fought hard battle, but but uh, there wasn't a lot either way offensively for either teams. Uh, game two was, was a war. Uh, both teams played extremely hard. Uh, you know, we fought back to tie the game, um, you know, and, and then unfortunately, uh, you know, it, it got away on, on, a, on a on a power play goal for them, a little bit of a uh, broken play. But um, I would say overall, our guys battled hard. It, it's tough uh, being on being on the road with uh, with all the games um, uh, on the home destination there for the playoffs. But uh, did we play well enough to win in game one? I would say no, Bob. In game two, we definitely played well enough to win, but it just wasn't enough. Um, I would say uh, uh, power plays. I think it was eleven to, to to five, which was a little bit one-sided. I don't know if uh, if they are all warranted. I wouldn't say we're undisciplined, but um, um, you know we liked our our response. We liked our battle in two game two, but again, it wasn't enough. All right, uh, you went eighteen two and two in the final twenty two home games. I mean, there was a time it didn't look like you guys were going to make the playoffs. You did, so there is that, is there not? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There was a time, I, I believe, mid-January, we were we were ninth in the uh, in the Pacific Division. You know, for us to end N five and uh, fifth, excuse me, uh, I thought that that was a, a, a great job by by everybody. Uh, you know, just st- sticking with it, fighting through injuries. Um, you know, growing our young players. Uh, and at the same time, uh, you know, you know, winning and developing, uh, we felt like we definitely did that in the second half. All right, uh, Dylan Holloway has been recalled. How did he play for you over the weekend? 
Um, you know, I, I would say that, you know, when he, when he first came down and, and he got injured, he missed a month and came back in. It was a little bit difficult for him to find his groove. Um, you know, he got lots of minutes. He got playoff uh, experience again, right, and no no different than, than last year. Um, you know, I, I would say that, that he was solid. I think Dylan has more to bring. I think I think he can be more impactful. But, you know, he played, he played both special teams. Um, you know, he definitely went through an experience of playing against uh, some players that have NHL experience, uh, playing a hard, fast brand of hockey that uh, I, I think the, the positive side is that he got some experience, he got some playoff experience, he played a meaningful game, he played under some pressure, um, took some hits, gave some hits. Uh, at the end of the day, I would say, you know, wasn't well enough to to really take a game over, but um, there are some positives for him to be, uh, to be an Oiler one day. We are joined right now by Colin Chalk, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Uh, Colin, Kelvin Pickard also has been recalled. He was on the team playing yesterday. Uh, and his health coincided with you guys taking a, a, a big step forward in the second half, didn't it? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think that I don't want to quote the exact number, but I, I want to say with uh, with Calvin Pickard in the lineup, we're somewhere around like six seventy five or six seventy win percentage. So, um, you know, uh, you know, goaltending having a having a good veteran goaltender that's experienced and calm definitely uh, definitely is 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 very very helpful. I think without him, uh, you know, it's in around you know the two fifty win percentage. So it's not a shot at our other goaltenders. Everybody everybody played well, but when you have that depth and you have someone with experience and someone who's who can be a difference maker in, in the game is no better than number one goaltender uh he went 23 12 and 2 this year the 2.7 goals against average 9 12 save percentage ironically enough olivier rodrigue he too had a 9 12 save percentage he went 14 4 and 1 uh this was a step forward year for him wasn't it as an order prospect goaltender yeah, he, uh, you know, and, and all he's exiting today. I think the most impressive part was, you know, he he had a battle in training camp that he that he won. He, uh, you know, he came in was playing well at the start, and then he had a chance to be kind of the number one, and he was arguably our best player, but just couldn't close out games. Whether it be a tough goal against, whether it was unlucky, whether it was one he'd like to have back. Um, I don't know if you remember, but there was like times you and I were chatting, and I think we had lost, you know, nine to ten games, and being tied with 10 minutes left. I think the, the really positive thing is when Pickard came back, they were both 1A and 1B, and you can see that by the numbers. You know, they 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 were they definitely gave us a chance, and they built off each other's healthy competition. So he, he had a great bounce back in the second half, and he found a way to win games, and he made that extra save, and he was a difference maker. You had rookies finish uh, third and fourth in team scoring. Noah Philp and Xavier Borgo. Borgo, a first-rounder, Lavoie Wafish second in team scoring, but first in goals with 25. Philp tied for second. Uh, I mean, the Lavoie and Philp are bigger bodies. Borgo, you know, a first-round pick, but a 20-year-old. Just a, a thought on some, uh, you know, you had some more established veterans, but maybe the contributions, maybe specific, I think, that Lavoie and Philp ended up giving you. Yeah, you know, um, you know, Lavoie, you know, a little, little bit different because in his third year and those expectations were kind of growing. And, you know, in his defense, he missed training camp, uh, both sides of it, coming back from an injury. And he had a slow start. Um, but, you know, once he found his game, once he found his conditioning and, and his confidence and his touches, he, he was a really, you know, he, he's pushing to be an oiler, I would say. He became a man. He played he played hard. He stopped on pucks. He, he was in the blue 
blue paint. He took pucks to the net, and you know, um, he, you know, he shot with confidence. Uh, you know, he was a man. You know, whereas uh, Noah, you know, first year he had a little glimpse of it last year. Played you know two or three games, with I think it was three games. Um, a little bit of a, a slower start. Played wing, played center, but then we made a commitment uh, to him to put him in the middle. Uh, he learned to to be heavier in the face-off circle. He had some, re- I mean, you know, 19 goals. I think that that ties the Condors' uh, rookie record. Uh, you know, so he had an excellent second half. And I feel like it's some about after Christmas too, when they get home and say, "Hey, you know, we I can play at this level." And they kind of that own self-belief. Um, but big body skates well, has some offense, has some defense. Um, you know, was I got into some fights. He was physical. Um, you know, a lot, lot, lot of exciting things uh, for Noel Phelps. That's for sure. Uh, you're going to be at development camp. Uh, when do uh, I guess when do the exit interviews wrap up for you and all the players? Because I think we are expecting to see some of the guys come up here as well uh, for the remainder of the playoff run. Yeah, we'll, we'll ride. We just have a few more here to go. We just take a little break here to to have a good chat with Mr. Stoffer, and uh, and then uh, they'll be on on their on their way uh, heading towards you. All right, awesome stuff, Colin. Thank you for doing this with us all season long, and uh, we'll touch base down the road. Excellent. Thanks, Bob. Good luck tonight. You bet. That is Colin Shock. He's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It's 244 at Edmonton. When we come back in Oilers Now, we're going to bang off a couple texts and get to this day in Oilers history. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you tomorrow. We'll have a complete recap of tonight's game. I'll be live at 6.30. Chet will be an off day uh, for both teams, actually. I think the Kings will fly back tomorrow, but uh, the Oilers will have an off day. Edmonton will practice Thursday in Edmonton, game six Saturday. Uh, tomorrow, Sportsnet's Mark Spector will join us at 12.30 and at 1.30, courtesy of our friends at Wow Factor Desserts. Brian Lawton will be on the show and will give you ample opportunity to jump aboard as well on the uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line and the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. As we go to Listing Oilers History for New West Travel, traveling, uh, see, uh, serving travelers since 1979. You can book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. I want to just a shout out to uh, Dennis and Jason Laliberti and all the gang for hooking us up at Solagov in. Uh, uh, Los Angeles, right next to uh, the arena. We had an awesome time with uh, some folks that made their way down, uh, courtesy of New West Travel for uh, the Games 3 and Games 4 of the series with the Edmonton Oilers and the LA Kings. We're tied 2-2. This day in Oilers history goes back to 1985, and here's Brendan Escott. Wayne Gretzky with a hat trick and four assists. That led the Oilers to an 8-3 win over the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, he factored in on seven of eight goals, and uh, that was at Northlands. It swept the Smythe Division Finals four games there. Yari Curry with a hat trick and an assist as well for the Oilers. So, um... Yeah, it should be mentioned that, um, you know, that was the year we had the 84 Canada Cup. So that's why the first round wrapped up this late in April. Now, obviously, the schedule tends to be a little bit uh, uh, further back, which pushes the games into this time of the year. But there were times, certainly in the 80s, where the first round of the playoff series was literally April, like, 9th through the the, the, the 15th, 16th, 17th, and around that range. All right, uh, here's what we got coming up tonight for you on 6.30, Chad. Uh, the Face-Off Show, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Camoon, Jack Michaels, Brennan Escott, myself at 5.30. I'll join you live at 6.05 from Studio 99, 7.30, the game. Um, global news, weather traffic update coming up with Randy Kelburn with Chelsea and Chad. And Chelsea Bird live from the ice. Brennan, people are asking, can 
Can we rewind? Can we can we replay? Can we do it? Can you bring it? What do you think? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I got the man himself sitting here in the booth, so I think it'd be a disservice to the people and to Derek not to play this again. Fiala ahead, a shot, a save, get a rebound, score. Velarde and the Kings take a one nothing lead in Game Four. Trevor Moore takes an outlet, rink wide, Arvidsson spin move right around Aaron A. Reshot, score. Adrian Kempe to Kopitar from the left point. Sharp angle, cross corner. Nurse did not get it out. Luis poke free. Kopitar back in score. 3-0 Los Angeles. Power play goal on Jay Kopitar. Here's Adrian Kempe. Eluding Dreisler. Through one man. Dishing off Kopitar. Back to Kempe. Back hitter to Kingston. Rebound by field. Can't finish. Boy, he appeared to have a point-blank look, but a weak backhander, and Skinner got the piece. We got two really good goaltenders, and that's a luxury for a head coach to have. You know, Stewart's been our starting goaltender here the second half of the year. He's played great. Velarde into the offensive zone. A backhander to save made by Skinner. Good look for Velarde from the right circle. Left point shot, Edler, and that's snared by Skinner. It's huge to have two goalies uh, that are able to play. I remember made a huge, huge uh, breakaway save. You could say that that stop won us the game. I mean, he went in there cold, and you never get put in a great spot when you go in cold, so he did a great job. Dry subtle to Bouchard. Puck remains on the zone. McDavid, Bouchard, trade the puck. Cross ice, dry subtle. One-timer, Bouchard, score! Bouchard stays hot, and Edmonton's right back in this game. We are a very, very resilient group, and we're not going to quit ever, no matter what. So I'm really proud of the guys. Not an easy team to come back against, especially when they have the lead. And I thought we just came in waves in the second period and put ourselves back in it. Bouchard high slot, Nugent Hopkins open, dishing. What time to score? This game is tied. Leon Dreisaitl power play goal. Arvidsson, center pass, back here, score. Kings regain the lead, 4-3. 3-10 to go, a handoff to Matias Eckholm. Pulsating playoff hockey game for L.A. Now, in across the line, McDavid, shot, score! This game is tied! Evander Kane, the equalizer with 3-0-2 to play! Deadlocked at four, Edmonton has never led. Hyman left wing for the win, he shoots and scores! Hyman, this game is over. This series is tied. Same spot last year. You know, we know how big this game five is. You know, found ourselves in a tough spot, but chance to learn from that experience and, and be ready and, and, and be sharp for game five. Is it an opportunity to grow? Yeah, we're quite aware of the challenge before us, and uh, we feel up to it.